1: Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and
2: Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, and on your smart speakers, just say play ESPN Radio. We're right there. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. And you can download the podcast. And here's the big one. ESPN app probably already on your phone. Take us anywhere. Tune into a college football doubleheader Sunday as the Jets host the Ravens, followed by Packers at Vikings. Coverage begins at noon Eastern on select ESPN radio. So, guys, the question has been the last several days should Zach Wilson play week one versus Baltimore? Here is Robert Sala. Jets head coach, of course, on 98.7 ESPN New York on the Michael K show. All right. So are you going to go by the decision of discretion is the better part of valor and it's better to sit him down and just have Joe Flacco play the game or if he is in fact ready that you want him out there?
0: Yeah, it's, I'm going to stand by what we talked about. You know, it's a, if if he fills 100% and everything checks out, he's going to play. So uh, just uh, all depends on tomorrow.
2: He, I, I got no uh, problem with that. If he checks out, sure. If there's something lingering, no. But why, Jay? You have got you got a problem right away. But why? Like why? He's two and a half,
3: three weeks post surgery. Like why? Why rush anything? Even if he does check out, like literally yesterday, we ran back the sound and we listened to it twice. Max of Robert Sala saying, "Yeah, you know he's running around. Well, I haven't really, you know, he's. I got checking with the training staff because I haven't really seen it. Like, well." You haven't really seen it, so I, I hear that you have to trust in your staff. But, like, I need not just to see it. I need you to do it sustainably over a course of several days before I know you're just okay for me to throw my second pick of the draft a couple years ago into the first game against a defense that could take your head off.
2: What do you think, Key?
1: Well, take your head off. Right. Uh,
4: today's Wednesday.
5: <laughs> place Sunday.
4: He needs at least two full days of practice. Um, if he can give him full two full days of practice, which means that he's taking all the reps with the ones for two days, then he's capable of playing. You should play him. Um, but if he can't give you two full days of practice, then that means he's not 100% healthy. And if he's not 100% healthy, why trot him out there to re-injure something or be lackluster in his performance?
2: Can I throw something out there, guys? And- no. You cannot. All right, never mind. Uh, (laughs) So seriously. the? No, we are serious. I know, I know. I'm I'm, I'm, (laughs) I'm doing it anyway. So I get you spent the second pick in the draft on him, and I get that he came on in the second half of last year. But when you spend the second pick in the draft on a guy, it's because you like these kind of miraculous things he's doing in college, the off-schedule, off-platform type throws, and he's practicing Patrick Mahomes stuff and all that. Based on what I've seen so far in the NFL, I know it's very early, but just in terms of the ceiling of where I see this guy's potential, I don't think he's going to be a star. Okay, You, know, you don't need a, a superstar necessarily to win a Super Bowl, although increasingly you do. It's rarer and rarer as time goes on. Is he for, still
4: going to be with the Jets three years from now?
2: Ah, this is Key, this is what I'm saying. If I felt like, oh, my God, he's special, I would say – I might agree with Jay. Like, you know what? Even if you could go uh, maybe pump the brakes. But honestly, Key, I feel like look, spent a second picking the draft on him, get your value out of him. If he can play, I'm not so worried about his long term future because I don't know what the ceiling is, Key. I don't think it's sky high, to be honest, at this moment.
3: But well, what does that yeah, have to he, do with
4: his ceiling's probably not that high? I don't I don't I don't know. He's but- not He's a
3: good, he's a good little player.
2: Right, he's right. He's not, a nice little player.
3: He's a nice little player. Nothing. Yeah. But, but at least give him a chance. I I I hear. I'm in agreement with you guys. Right. Like I'm not sure that Zach Wilson is the answer when it's all said and done. But at least give him the opportunity to prove that he's not the answer when it's all said and done.
2: Yeah, but if he's ready, that's what I'm saying. Like but, if but he's, I'm not. It's not
3: about him just being ready. Like I've came back off injury. Like I'm ready to go, coach. Whatever you need. And my coach is like.
2: Because, no, Jay, you, my were the, job to save you. you were the second pick in the draft, but you were a two-time player of the year and a national champion. You're, you're, when you turn pro in the NBA, even though you're in the wrong system and everything, you could put your eyeballs on you and say, there's upside here. There's real upside here. What you I'm saying you, is...
3: You didn't see growth last year for I Zach did. I,
2: I saw growth. I think, as Key said, he can be a nice little player. But I didn't see Justin Herbert. You know, I didn't see it. I didn't see Joe Burrow. I didn't see oh that guy's gonna be good, right? Like I saw that guy's might be nice. So
3: you didn't see see Trevor Lawrence. I no, I didn't. So that that means since you guys didn't see Trevor Lawrence or Joe Burrow or Justin Herbert, hey, if you just throw him back in there. Because you know we're we're not not throwing back in, but that's just what you're saying. But
2: as Key said, if you give him if he gives you two
3: practices, then he's good to go. What's wrong with another week? What's wrong with one more week? Tell me what, you could, what, what's you could, it what you could, do, you could do one more week if yeah, you choose to you, do Keith. So. Yeah, thank you, kid. That's that all I'm mean
4: saying. That you have to. Players want to play and coaches want the players to play because their jobs are on the line. And? That's the reality of
2: it. And? I know everyone's just giving the I game mean, to the Ravens, but like to, NFL any given Sunday, man, you can't tell. Give Joe Flacco what? The revenge game, man.
4: Man, i give Joe Flacco the keys in my damn car and tell him to hit 95 and go home. <laughs>
3: All right. I mean, most people from the training camp with the Jets will tell you that Joe Flacco has had better command of the team than Zach Wilson did. I can't listen to the most people. That's the why. Jay. Okay. I mean, these are intimate people that I've talked to around the Jets training camp. <laughs> but I can't listen
4: to them because they just talk. If they think they're going anywhere with Joe Flacco, then they, I'm not they saying, got it
3: twisted. I'm not saying you're going anywhere. All I'm saying is if you want to take another week to protect your second pick that you deemed as a valuable asset for a guy, Joe Douglas, which it seems like at the end of the day he's made great picks, but a part of his career is hanging on
2: to Zach Wilson being a winner. Why rush that? It's not an issue of rush to me so much, Jay, as it's it's extra cautious. It's extra careful handling to give him if he's practiced twice and he checks out. It's to... a scope for crying out loud. Yeah, no, but what I'm saying, Key, is if even whatever – same circumstances, but I think I have Patrick Mahomes on my hands. You know what? I might give him the extra week. That's Man, what they I'm
4: saying. Threw some, all, all they did was threw some dirt and water on his knee, rubbed it a couple of times. He's
2: fine. Get back out there, kid. Yes. Go get him, Tiger. Let's
4: see if it's let's let's see if it's good. If it's good to go, you go.
2: So what are your expectations? They didn't for- cut
4: you. We act like they cut him open and, and sliced him up and removed parts of his bone from the other. You know they, they didn't do all that. What it's do you simple. expect from
2: him this year, Key? From Zach Wilson?
4: Man, they got a nice young nucleus around him. I. I would expect him to be better than he was last year. Um, what that entails, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I expect for him to be better than he was
2: last year, though. What do you expect, Jay?
3: I kind of expect the same as last year. I think a lot of ups and downs.
2: I think he'll get better, but I don't think the Jets' record is going to be good. I don't think that that if they could do the draft again, they'd have used the number two overall pick on him. Um and and uh, look, the fact of the matter is, Daniel Jones does some nice things too, right? But he's in year four. Now, Zach Wilson's in year two, and he got better in the second half. I think, oh, you know what? 888 say ESPN. Jets fans, what do you think you got in Zach Wilson? What do you think you got?
4: Hey, this is Keyshawn calling from California. What do you, Hey, you know, Key, the good Jets- morning. You know the Jets got to move forward. They got to figure out how to get things going. I don't know about this Sala guy. You know anything about him?
3: Max, you, you, I, I agree with Jay though.
2: No. You sound like you don't sound like you're from California, Key. But,
3: but Key, Key, I did want to bring this up to you because you've been on this since last year, and uh, the more I listen though, like and I, look, I I think Robert Sala is one hell of a guy. Could he end up being a Jets head coach of the future? Sure. But there are times where I listen to him where I'm like, man, I'm not sure. Like it, it just, you know, like. Certain coaches' sound key, like it just something when I hear him, even the other day when we brought up Max, we revisited that statement. It didn't sound like that's, I don't know. It Does rang that make sense, hollow Keith? to you?
4: Yeah, just yeah. a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, don't, I wasn't available for the sound. So no, but I'm just talking sound.
3: about even last year with the way he goes about it, it led you to question you kind of brought up, you're not sure that he's the guy long term for the job. Yeah. yeah that's see, that's of- exactly. And, Certain listen, coaches and listen, You're like, eh, Keys like, no. What?
2: What do I? Listen, know? you don't want to affect guy. the dudes. You don't want to affect the dudes' employment, of course. You're not affecting. His but we, who
4: did we have if on they, the show they yesterday? Not, first of all, that ownership group of the New York Jets—they are not listening to us. I can tell you that now. To me and Jay, oh no, they're listening. Hey, to Matt me. and Morristown
2: wants job, to weigh he's in. He's good. Let, let's let Matt get in here. What do you think you got in Zach Wilson, Matt? Woody Johnson listening to us, <laughs> man. Please.
1: It's, it's, right now, it's, I don't. I don't think it's less about what I have. It is. You guys think he's. Out of the league, or not on the Jets in three years. He is an okay football player. No, 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 no. Who cares? Hold on, hold on.
6: That's
4: not what
1: I... Week one, he gives a better chance to win. We are the fifth highest payroll in the league. They obviously
7: think they want to win, and he can do it.
4: I asked Max, did he think that Zach Wilson will be a Jet in three years? I didn't say he would be off the Jets, out of the league. I just asked a simple question. Did he think he would be, based on Max assessment of him as a quarterback if he would be with the Jets in three years?
2: I think it's a great question, Key. And, and like, that's that's an open question, right? He has to continue to develop and do the, all those things you talk about you want to see from a second- and third-year quarterback and all that. It's just that when you if you watch it, look, you know how I saw Zach Wilson? I YouTubed him before the draft, right? Because everyone said he was going to go ahead of Justin Fields at the time. I'm like, what? Get out of here. But I have to admit, after I YouTubed him, I was like, yeah, I get it. <laughs> I see why they want him. And and now I'm back to thinking uh I I I don't I don't see star potential. I see as you put it nice little player potential, but you know, I've been wrong before. Tune in A. so condescending with the word little. But well, <laughs> well you're, you're a little know,
3: condescending. a uh, nice only condescending, little
4: guy. It's only condescending if you make it condescending, Jay.
2: Jay will a nice little radio host. See? There you go. Nice, hey, nice little nice little, radio nice little point guard.
4: Here nice here.
3: little point guard.
2: <laughs> Tune in to A, a good job. football <laughs> Still, Key he had a nice little list before. He read the wrong one. Remember, he read the he read the odds on. Hey, yo. A nice little hey list.
1: yo! Tune
2: in to a football doubleheader Sunday as the Jets host the Ravens, followed by Packers at Vikings. Coverage begins at noon Eastern on Select. It's a nice little read I'm doing. ESPN
1: radio stations. The question is, why now? Why did the Eagles just days before the regular season begins become the NFC East betting favorites when the Cowboys had that distinction all summer? The answer is simple. Caesars took a wager from a very respected better, and thus adjusted its odds accordingly. But another bookmaker told me he's seen steady Philly backing for a while from both sophisticated and unsophisticated bettors.
2: And we welcome now to Keyshawn J. Will and Max checking us out on the ESPN app, I see. Seth Joyner, former Eagles linebacker, three-time Pro Bowler. Good morning.
6: Good morning, gentlemen.
2: And Super Bowl champion, by the way. How much pressure's on Jalen Hurts uh, this season, you think?
6: I don't think there's a whole lot on him. I think, you know, there's a little bit of expectations. Um From the team perspective, half the fans, you know, would love to see him succeed. The other half, you know, are hoping that he fails so the Eagles can go get that franchise quarterback. Uh, but I think the way he's built, he's built for Philadelphia, and I think he'll do well.
2: See, Keith, I'm trying to tell you not so much pressure on Jalen Hurts. I hope finally you understand this. Yeah, Seth, he's saying <laughs> that because
4: I, Seth, he's saying that because I tried to tell Knucklehead the situation. But why, why does it feel like? And you mentioned it that the fans want to get a franchise quarterback. Well, what the hell is Jalen Hurts? If if Jalen Hurts goes in the middle of the first round. A year ago, to a team, is he not the franchise quarterback? And I say this to people: it, it because he's taken in the second round. All of a sudden, the franchise quarterback label is not on his back, but the franchise quarterback label is on all the guys that went in the first round, and he's doing better than them.
6: Well, I think that you know that's the fault that the first round label, you know, when guys are picked in the top ten top 12 they're expected to be franchise quarterbacks like when Carson Wentz was picked number 2 overall the city felt like oh we got our guy you know and that's kind of the the mode when you look across the NFL a franchise quarterback a lot of times isn't viewed as a franchise quarterback unless he's picked in the top 10 the top 15 exactly um with Jalen there was a lot that happened that you know people have to understand when you know, Carson signs his big franchise deal. That same offseason, they draft Jalen in the second round. You know, there's a lot of people that felt like, you know, the Eagles did Carson wrong by doing that. But the reason why they did it because the dude was hurt, you know, every year that he had been here. So they had to have a contingency plan if he got hurt again. And, and, and Jalen was that contingency plan. Well, it just so happened that Carson – you know, went in the tank. When he went in the tank, Jalen stepped up the last four, three and a half, four games of the season, played well enough um, to put pressure on him, and he didn't want to compete. He wanted out, so Jalen became the guy. Well, there's still a lot of bad blood. There's a lot, of, a lot of people in Philadelphia that feel like, you know, the Eagles did Carson wrong. Carson should still be here. They shouldn't have never drafted Jalen. And then, you know, like I said, that tag of not being a first round guy. You know, he's got to prove this year that he's the he's the dude. But they're going to use those two those two ones next year and the two twos in twenty four as collateral to be able to go and get that guy. There's going to be a lot of clamoring for that if Jalen don't step up and take the bull by the horns this season. Man,
2: Jay, Seth, those, th- pe- those people who are who are mad at that must not have seen the way the season ended for Indy last year. I mean, come <laughs>
3: on. But Seth, I, I think that you know we we got into this whole conversation about you know at the top of the show who is there more pressure on. And I kind of made the case as related to Jalen because I, I, I literally feel like I think he is a starting quarterback in the National Football League. I think he has a chance to be a superb quarterback. But if things don't go right this year, he could be finding himself not having a job, essentially. Like maybe somewhere else he gets picked up. I, I don't know. Like is, is that reasonable if he doesn't, if he doesn't get this team to the playoffs or if they fall short? like using that collateral for a guy next year, isn't that the case?
6: Well, listen, he's already done that in his first year as a full-time starter, and there's a lot of guys that was top taken in, in the top 10, top 15 that hadn't even come close to that. Let's just start there. The second part is you got to understand how a guy is built. Some guys just got that dog in them, and it's outward. Some guys got that dog in them, and it's kind of hidden on the inside. You know, you got to consider everything that Jalen Hurts has been through to understand the psychology of what makes him the player that he is, okay? What he went through at Alabama, when he had to go to Oklahoma and prove himself in Oklahoma, to come into Philadelphia as a second-round guy but but behind the quote-unquote franchise and go through the scrutiny that he's been through, if that dude ain't built for Philadelphia, I don't know who is, Mm. you know? So, I don't think pressure, you know, is something that. And even when you when you listen to him talk, when you when you hear how he um, how he comports himself, and how you hear how what type of leader he is, and how the other players on the team feel about feels about him, it, it, he, he's not feeling that type of pressure. Now he may be feeling it on the inside. But when you watch this dude operate on the field, when you watch him operate in front of the media, he's like a duck on a smooth pond. He's moving, but you can't see it. You know, so there there's not a whole lot of pressure there. And as far as him, you know, faltering and and, and having to move on in that prospect of not being a starting quarterback in the NFL. Listen, there's a lot of bad quarterbacks in the NFL that got oh that, that are starters. For one And even much more so, you can't tell me that there's a better backup right now in the NFL than Jalen Hurts. So I don't think that, you know, if things don't work out in Philadelphia, that dude will get a job somewhere.
4: Yeah, I think his job will be in Philadelphia. I think he'll be fine. It's just the outside noise and the people, again, like I said, that's that round, second round pick, thingy is always going to hover around a guy until he takes the bulls by the horns, as you said. Seth joined a former Eagles linebacker, three-time Pro Bowl or Super Bowl champion with the Denver Broncos Eagles TV analyst, so he has in-depth analysis on the Philadelphia Eagles. Joining us this morning on Keyshawn J. Will and, of course, Max. Uh, Seth, how big of a challenge are the Cowboys for the Philadelphia Eagles if the Eagles are to win the
6: division? Well, they are the challenge. I don't think that the Giants are much of a challenge. I think the Washington football team will be better this year, but I don't think they're ready. Um, You know, people got to realize the Eagles lost twice to their most hated rival last year, the Dallas Cowboys, by average of 41.5 points. The Cowboys scored 93 points on them in two games last year. Okay, so that is, you know, that's gonna be their barometer. And them alone, you know, and now obviously they gotta beat Washington and they gotta beat the Giants, but that's gonna be it's gonna be between those two teams. Now, the Eagles have gotten markedly better. I mean, Holly Roseman, the GM here in Philadelphia has taken a bunch of heat since they won the Super Bowl in two thousand seventeen, and rightfully so. But when I watched him maneuver this off season and the things that he's done the way he's built this roster um you just got to give him his props and i know i'm a little the cart may be ahead of the horse right now but when you see this roster and how much it's improved over the last year you got to give him props now the players got to go out and get it done The, the national media the the um the media here in Philadelphia, you know, they can blow this team up, but what they better be is focusing on this on on the season and what they've got to do. Um, you know, t- to get the job done. You know, because we kind of seen this with the dream team before. Hopefully, you know, they got their horse blinders on, they got their iPods in their ears and they just going got their head down and going on about their work, you know, to get prepared and get ready. But Dallas is the you know, it's going to be that team that's going to challenge them for the division. Um, I feel like Dallas has taken a step back. You know, when you think about Amari Cooper being gone, um, you know, you got the, I forget the other guy's name that plays in the slot. He's hes injured and is going to be out for a while. Um, you know, you—you you, on the offensive side of the ball, I think that they've kind of taken a step back when you look at what's happening with their offensive line. So, you know, I think the gap is kind of closed but the gap had to close, you know, when you give up 93 points, two came, you know, the prior year. Um, So it'll be interesting to see, you know, that first Monday night game when they play um, each other early in the season, I believe it's week five or six, you know, right here in Philadelphia. It's going to be interesting to see um, how much the gap has actually closed.
2: That is Seth Joyner, former Eagles linebacker, Super Bowl champion, three-time Pro Bowler here on Keyshawn J. Will and Max. Uh, Michael Gallup is who you're thinking of, by the way. Thank you, Seth. Michael Appreciate Gallup, it. Thank you. All right, Seth. You got it, guys. Right, Have well, a good one. KD? Kevin Durant? Uh-oh. case, KD is how he's often referred to. Kevin Durant, those are his initials. They, so people oh, wow. say KD, that's who they're talking about. I didn't know that. He had a 96 right, rating in NBA uh, 2K, 23. That's pretty high, right? He called it laughable. Here's the question. Can Keyshawn Johnson handle the truth about his Madden ratings from back in the day. But first, this word from Omega Accounting. Is your small or medium-sized business still recovering from the
1: pandemic? Let Omega
2: Accounting Solutions help. By the way, I have no problem with my Madden rankings, uh, Jay. Never complained about them once.
1: Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio.
5: Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day.
2: But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast. Featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, Who doesn't want to start
7: their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Keyshawn, J.
2: Willimax, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. You listen to us anywhere, live with the app. Say, play ESPN Radio. If you have a smart speaker, pop right up. Presented by Progressive Insurance. So, Kevin Durant got a 96 rating in NBA 2K23. I don't know. I mean, like when you think about the best players in the game, a lot of people would have Giannis one. And if the league is done in a relative way, right. Then if one is like a 99, no one gets a hundred, right. Then, then who's two, who's three, who's four. If you're top five, you should be in the high nineties. He's a 96. This is
3: where, this is where I get lost with the NBA 2K ratings. And I've been trying to get my boy, Ronnie 2K on the show with us. He says he has spotty service right now. So I'll give him a pass, but is it, being the lies, most dominant, lies,
1: lies is
3: it—is your rating based upon you being the most <laughs> dominant or is it being based upon your skill set? If it's most dominant, then I'm okay but with Giannis. You know the is. Pro- but if it's your skill set, I know, I know if the rating is around your skill set, then it's but the problem is this. that Kevin Durant is the most skillful player in the league. But the problem is this. Skills are tools, okay? Yes.
2: And, but then That's there's the also the are. ability to apply the right tool at the right time to get the best results. Like, for example – Kyrie Irving's got more tools than James Harden, but Harden was a better point guard for the team because he had the wisdom to deploy those skills better than Kyrie Irving, oftentimes, oh, so right?
3: If we're making a case, so you're saying Giannis has the wisdom to deploy the skills. No, what I'm saying is Giannis's
2: effect on the team, which is your overall rating, really, not just skill per skill per skill, but how good you are, how effective on the court. Right now, guys like you have Giannis won. but KD tweeted at your boy, at Ronnie Two K. I'm going to need an explanation why I'm not a 99. This has become laughable. Hey, uh, Key, should KD have a problem with having the same overall rating as LeBron James? Is he so much better than LeBron right now? I think that's about reasonable.
4: I mean, it depends on it depends on who's giving the ratings, man. I, I, that's the way that I look at it. Ke- Kevin Durant is probably suffering from this offseason, in and out, I'm not, you know, the media. I'm gonna stay. I'm not gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna stay. I'm not. I'm, all that stuff probably played a part in his rating, because clearly he's on par with whoever's the top dog. I mean, that's just simple to me. I don't know the problem, but if
2: I'm KD, I'm not even paying y'all no attention, man. But like, why, why, why if LeBron is a not to me, KD, LeBron, Giannis, and a few others are all on the topmost tier. Game for game, I'd actually take LeBron over anyone game for game. That's not what rating is about. I get it. He's only playing 50 games a year so what, anyway. Giannis so what is, so what is the plus. rating about, DNJ? 65 plus.
4: Because Kevin Durant is one of the best top three players, four players in the world.
3: What, what is the rating about then? So for me, I look at the rating about ultimate skill set. The ultimate skill set. Like So my player that I play with, and Yates, please jump in because we both play 2K all the time. He can do anything and everything I want him to do without a quibble. Like, there's no problem. And it's you, it's unique. It's smooth. It's different. But you, want somebody you to shoot? controlling what he shoot A great shooter and Kevin Durant. You in want that somebody case, Kevin Durant's pass? 100. KD. Yeah. You want somebody to dance off the dribble? KD. You want somebody who is good defensively? KD. Like, there's no aspect, even was efficiency, precision. Like, there's no inefficiency. But you're controlling in this game. him he anyway. You're controlling him because you're running the
4: – you got the control, so you're making him move around and shoot. Yeah, but right. Yes.
3: But, but, but there's no Max. Please, uh, he has. He played, all – When's the last time you played a video game? Uh, a long time. Thank you. He, so uh,
2: he uh, has, uh, but the point is, <laughs> KD has all again. Will you let him finish, Max? So I can hear this, dude.
1: Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, Max.
2: He has, but because we're because well, this is key. I'm trying. I'm actually trying to get your point across, Keith. Why? Keith
3: got his own point across because you, because you're not re- question, <laughs> You're not responding
2: to the. point. He was going to get there. The point. The point is KD has all the compartments checked, but you're the one controlling how you're using them, right? Not KD. So just because he has all the skills, that would make him a 99, but he has to deploy them in real life. And in real life, when he does, Giannis right now, according to you, is getting better results.
3: I'm so confused. What does that do with NBA 2K? You're talking about me as the, the player who has trying a joystick to capture, in my hand. They're
2: trying to capture the actual value of the player. Yeah, so the value of the,
3: the skill set of the player is a 99-100 mm-hmm. for, for KD. So me as a player, what happens as, as a video game player, it's my job to move him in different directions and play, obviously, like utilize his skill set, but the skill set is embedded in his character in the game. Does that make
2: sense to you? I, I, it does. I, I okay. would, so
3: I would who's
4: say that, be, so who's better, Jay? Is it Giannis? Is it KD? Is it LeBron? Who's better
3: in if the I, video if, I, game? If, if if I were if I were if I were coming out with my own ratings, my own two K No, ratings. not never. I'm talking about the game that's out the right
4: game. now. Whatever this argument is and whatever KD's not happy about, who's better when you pull out the game and you play against somebody else? Is Giannis better than, than LeBron and LeBron better than KD? KD better than him? I still think think KD
2: is. Wait, no, but here are the numbers. Giannis is a 97. He has the highest rating. KD, LeBron, Jokic, Curry, and Embiid are all tied at 96. See, I can't do that.
4: Me neither. I can't do that. So you want KD with the
2: highest rating at a ninety-seven? Because
4: KD, because just me looking at KD in real life, KD better than all of them. So why
2: is he not better than them on the game? That's what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying about the video game. This is what the video game is really trying to capture the player's actual value. If you're talking about his hypothetical value, then right, KD's a 99 because there's nothing he can't do. But, and, and so I guess in a video game universe where you're the player, you want to utilize everything yes. he has, KD has the most of everything. But in real life – the value that you're getting out of that player, according to Jay, will Giannis is number one, and they got him number one. Well, I'm okay with that in
3: real life, but this is what I'm saying it, it translates. A, a game is different. But is he? Like but if you're he, asking me who the most better that, well, than KD in real life, well, I think life. you're having different conversations, right? Like it's when I when somebody asks me, "Hey, Jay, who's the most skillful player in the NBA?" I'm like, that's between Kyrie and KD. But KD, for his size and his frame, we've never seen that before. So for me, that automatically equates to being the highest rated
2: player there could be
3: because why is it all
4: feels
2: so confusing. So, it's key key comes off like he doesn't care. We we're talking about this last night. He's like, "Man, why does KD even care?" Why, why does he care? About his rating. Why would you care? What what well, key? You say you don't care.
4: I don't. Why would I? Why would I care about somebody sitting there putting a game together and depicting my skill set when they're not the ones who's
2: paying me? Why would I care? So, we do a I don't know if everyone gets this, but you do you, it's on the podcast though. We do an additional uh, content segment. And coming up on our additional content, I'm going to see if we can bait Key into caring about his rating from back in the day. Got ratings on Madden from back in the day. We're going to waste our time. Patrick sure. Beverly said he's super excited to play along. Russell Westbrook,
1: are you buying yeah. it? Keyshawn Jay Will. And Max.
7: A special shout out to one of the great athletes to ever come out of Los Angeles, LA's own native son, Mr. Keyshawn Johnson.
1: From your radio to your smart speaker and phone.
7: Now playing ESPN Media.
1: Or watch on ESPN 2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio. And on ESPN 2.
2: so, we were going to, in our additional content segment, which is this right now, <laughs> see if we could bait Key into caring about, uh, that would be caring in English, about his Madden ratings from back in the day. Because when it comes to KD saying, I'm a 96, I should be a 99, I agree. He's like, man, why do you care, KD? I'll bet you, Jay. K- now, Key, Key just took a bathroom break or something. He he's not there. It.
8: He just couldn't handle
2: it. Oh, here it yeah, is. Here he's here back to it is. James, James, Are you is ready to chance. face the music? Key? Oh, he wait, doesn't wait, have his IP. In, in,
8: James. All right. I'm curious,
2: what were Key's ratings? Yes, what were his ratings, James?
8: All right. So Key, you, can you hear me, Key? Yeah. What? What was? What? He's when been do you think, time, James. When do you? Yeah, he's been here all the time. <laughs> when do you think you were at your peak as a player in your career? What years?
4: My peak.
8: Yeah. When? When were your best? What? When did you feel like you were the best player?
4: Probably 98 to 2003, I guess.
8: So, yeah, I
2: guess. I mean, I don't, I don't really know, but yeah, I would probably say Hey, James, give him his most insulting rating. Let's see if Oh, the gets.
8: most insulting rating? <laughs> uh, as a rookie, he, he didn't even have a name as a rookie. He was <laughs> rookie wide receiver. Rookie <laughs> WR in Madden 97. His speed <laughs> was... No, between
2: 98. Between 98 and 03, that's his prime. Well,
8: hold on. You told me to give him the most insulting rating. This yeah, is the it, most in insulting rating that I could give him. Is His rookie year, his speed out of 99 was a 69. <laughs>
4: I don't even know. That's what is. the is that worst.
8: 69? 69. 69 was even know I don't even know, I don't even what, know what that, that is. 60. I don't, his, his 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 rating uh, catching rating was 64. So you weren't <laughs> yeah. fast and you couldn't Jesus. catch the ball. No, but in his in prime. Seven. Let's give me <laughs> <laughs> wait, James. That's in his prime, James.
2: But wait, no. 98 so, and 03. Give me so what, James, was his, what was
4: his catching? So this, these ratings came out after my draft, after I got drafted,
2: my rookie year.
8: Yeah.
4: Uh, yeah, I guess there were probably it.
8: no updates. Uh, there wasn't. Which, which the internet makes zero a sense. thing? <laughs>
2: James, zero what was sense. his catching in his prime between 98 and 03? What was his lowest catching number? His
8: lowest catching? Uh, 99, it was 75. 75.
2: 75. In your prime yeah. key, they gave you a 75 yeah. out of 99 catching. Yeah. They, but and, they don't. What do they know? Because
3: of, was that because of the catch radius? Why do you think that was a 75? Wait, what?
8: What do they know? Was it it a sounds like you're careful They him. study
2: film endlessly to get the most accurate assessment of every player. Key. Was it 75? The, was it the tight end speed? How much? They, how much did
4: they pay
8: me to go to the to the Bucks?
3: I love, I love that answer. What a yeah, because
4: it was a whole lot of right. money if I can what a remember.
8: And Madden 01, you were the highest rated wide receiver, and you were a 95 overall. Okay. And that's where your speed peaked, apparently, too, because you were yeah. I got I got faster speed. as I, I got older. Got faster, really, yeah. That's
1: really great. Yeah,
8: your catching was 94 then, too. So
1: What you know, was his he, lowest speed?
8: His lowest speed was 69 in his regular oh, sixty. Yeah. That was, couldn't run, couldn't catch. Like Terrible.
1: From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2.
7: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around...
2: ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, were presented by Progressive Insurance. So during the additional content, Jay, James Steele looked up. Key. We first asked Key what his prime years were. He said 98 to 03. And James Steele found that in 1999, right in the middle of Key's prime, according to Key, his catching ability on Madden, scale of 1 to 99, was a 75, Key. A 75. <laughs>
8: It's not very Key good for a wide receiver. I don't know. Show. But.
2: That's not wait. very good, Key. 75. Year? It's think wait, it was
4: 75? Wait, hold on, Coach. What year you said that was? 99? Yeah,
8: Madden 99, yeah. You were 83 overall. His prime is so like in Matt, So in
4: Madden 99, so that was, is that, do they do these rank ratings before the season or after the season?
8: Yeah, it would be before because it comes out before the season, yeah. So in
4: 1998, what was I in 1998? Uh, I don't have the
8: nine. I I, mean, I couldn't find the ninety eight. No, uh, sati-
2: just really quick look at the. Your not your actual numbers, you
6: mean?
8: Yeah, right? my real oh, numbers. in oh, 98. Uh, hold on. What
4: was the statistics in ninety eight? Because I recall them being pretty damn good. Me myself, I'm but good, maybe I, I don't right know
2: now. something. Keyshawn Johnson stats. All right. Here we go. Ninety
8: eight. Uh, uh eighty three receptions. Okay. One uh, hundred. 100- a uh, 1,131 yards. 10 TDs. 10 touchdowns.
4: That seems pretty good to me. Like, yeah, almost 1,200 yards. Yeah. What was that, about a 13-point-some average?
8: Yeah, 13.6 yards per I reception. I mean, so, I so, see, so, it's, so it's almost like dead good you knew that. It's, and it's okay. almost like you knew it, yeah.
4: Well, I I, I kind of have a I – don't, I don't know it, but I kind of have it – in
2: my mind, based on my career, because I had to live it, right?
8: Just really good at math.
2: Key, there's a generation of kids head. who played Madden in '99. They're all grown up now, and when they think back at Key's catching ability, they think '75. What do you got to say to those Madden people? <laughs> a 70? <70, laughs> he really doesn't care. He does re- not care. You
3: know, I really
4: don't give a damn. Because guess what? Yeah. Do they in 2000 you know, did they did Madden? Here it comes. <laughs> Here it comes. Go ahead. In, it in out. 2000, after my, what was it, 99, they said I was a 74?
2: 75. Yeah. You're 75 in 75, and, and, yeah.
4: So in 2000, I wonder if Rich McKay and Tony Dungy and them yeah. thought of that when they
2: shelled out all that money in them two you first rounds. You know what your catch percentage was, a was? You know what your catch percentage was <laughs> in 99? Almost 72%. That was your career high. <laughs> wait,
3: wait, James, I'm curious. So what was Key's uh, overall rating his rookie year?
8: His, uh I couldn't find an overall but his speed was 69.
3: What was my speed my rookie year, or did, did it come out with speed for NBA 2K back then? Uh I I
8: couldn't find that. No, you didn't look
3: up that. any of my stats. That's why you didn't come look up on. any of my stats see, at all. But see
4: but see you Ridiculous. see when you you can put things to rest though. Jay, I'm going to teach you a little something here. Okay. When people start talking about your career, what you are in 2K and 3K and all the other crap, right? 3K. You you just <laughs> let them know. <laughs> There's not a whole lot of six foot guards that are taken with the second pick overall. The Chicago Bulls took me with the
3: second pick overall for a reason. Keith, you're the only. This is why I love you. This is why I know you're like a big brother to me. You're the only dude. For a reason. You're the only dude that will give me advice on how to defend myself with a slight. It wasn't there. a slight. I didn't hear a slight there. What did I say? What did I, I say? what did I say? Because he just said six he, foot guard. But but that could be <laughs> six two. That could be six four.
4: That could be six two. But but look, Jay, when I say six <laughs> foot guard, that could be anywhere in the sixes <laughs> yeah. no, for me. But no. also, but Jay, Jay, actually Michael can. Jordan a six foot guard? I do. I call him. Well, I probably would call him a six six guard. I'm probably six
2: six. He's yeah, I probably would say you're magic 6'9 guard. Six, six.
4: Yeah, you're closer to six. Yeah, uh, you're so to six zero to six two.
2: Look, put it this so way, Jay, six three, he This is why. It. This is why it's a big compliment. Oh, I understand. Seven and a half oh, key, I, billion people on Earth. Everyone's trying to play in the NBA. You got selected <laughs> second overall, and it selects yes. out for height. Think at a about, very, very short height. Extremely and, and, short. And what I
4: tell people like James <laughs> when they go to oh amazing. his speed was a sixty-nine or whatever, I said, here's what I'm gonna tell you if you know anything about the National Football League and speed. They do not take skill position players in the top five in the National Football League if they can't run. They don't it just doesn't happen. So that grade or rate or whatever. Is like so far fetched from the truth. I, I couldn't even. It doesn't even register to me because you it's not
8: true. Okay, rookie W-R. <laughs> rookie wr.
2: Rookie wr. Rookie wr. Jay Will and Max. Hey, Key. Uh, do you J-Will think that Max. that that KD or I should ask this to you, Jay? Do you think KD could use some of that key not caring stuff? Like, you know, with the rabbit ears and the 99, okay, on the one hand, it's kind of cool that he likes oh, the video you, game. Shannon. He likes his his number. On the other hand, man,
3: you're – More importantly, Shannon, <laughs> just told me my overall rating, my rookie year was a 77. That's okay. That's not bad. It's Okay. Was For a six the foot guard,
2: second pick of the draft.
3: Okay, For a six foot guard. It's good. J-
4: no one cares, Jay. I care.
3: I care. No, about my you ratings. shouldn't. I'm, and I, Kevin Durant should care. Kevin Durant, I care about as, my. As own I ratings. would
4: tell Katie at any moment when well, I run uh, into him, I'm just gonna walk up to him and turn and say, KD, man, key, you do understand? You're one of the best in the world, you, and you're
3: super do, rich. Do you think by Kevin Durant caring on Twitter that makes him less of a player? No. So then, why does it even matter if he cares or not? Well, because I get tired.
4: I get tired of hearing. People talk negative about his rabbit ears, and I get tired of him worrying about, at least playing I into think, it. he's yeah. worrying about and playing
3: into
2: but it. See, you Don't think that give way, the Max Kellermans of the world fodder is what you, he is saying. You guys think
3: that way. There is a whole generation that thinks he is like the king of Twitter because yeah. he goes viral for roasting people all the time. They love yeah. it. Yeah. It's pure entertainment. Worth, you're
4: not even worth me to roast, though. That's, I hear you, but it's yeah, the same way. I guess Twitter is the same am, thing
3: though. as ESPN to a degree. Bart Scott comes on TV. He says, Kansas City ain't going to make it. Everybody's like, oh, no, no, It creates all this conversation. It's the same thing on Twitter I don't for listen Kevin to Rand. Bart. You think I listen to Bart? Yeah, but you know what? We talked about it today. To Jay's point, the world
2: is more interesting with with KD doing this. He's an interesting guy because of this. He's got everything. He's got all the money, titles, everything you could want, and he still cares about what the average person thinks. That means he treats everyone the same. He treats the the anonymous person on Twitter the same as he treats the blue check marks. And people like that. I get it. I kind of dig that, too. Maybe people do. I just –
4: it's too much. Sometimes – there's a lot of energy wasted on things. And I would rather waste my energy on something a little more important than somebody who sits behind a desk cursing me out on a computer. Mm -hmm. I I just, that's just me.
3: Key, you're also like, you you got kids, you got family. Like This dude is single by himself, kicking it, grew up in this whole era of like always Twitter fingers coming back and people like, it's kind of like.
4: Jay, I grew up in the era too, man. I'm not
3: that damn old. I've been around Twitter.
2: I just choose not to deal with it. Jay made a very interesting point about the ratings off air, and we were trying to get to it on air. But, like, Jay, you'd correct me if I'm wrong because we got about 45 seconds, but you were saying that when you play a video game, what you're really saying is give me this, the the reality and let me manipulate the reality. Yes. And as a video game player, even if you think Giannis is in actual, in an effect he has on a team a little bit higher than KD at the moment because he stays healthier, he's younger – but as a video game player, if you're manipulating reality, you have the most to manipulate with KD, and therefore his rating should be a 99. Yes. I get that. I get that. We're on the same page. And that's what KD's really saying. Come on, man. I could do everything.
4: Not Are the Chargers
2: yeah, really <laughs> the best team in the NFL? <laughs> Is Justin Herbert, can he actually get it done? Keyshawn J. Max answers forthcoming
1: on ESPN Radio. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are.